T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Wow. Jimmy, great producing. Great producing. You know it. <laughs> Josh Appel, Dan Day, and Jimmy in for Hawk and Crowder today. Thanks to Jesus Luzardo of the Marlins for joining us in the 2 o'clock hour. We've got Drew Carter of ESPN and NBC Sports Boston joining us in the next segment. Talk some NBA and some other stuff with Drew. If you're wondering why I'm complimenting Jimmy on his fantastic producing with our intro song for this segment, we started the show by discussing my overcoming of a fear of the Hulk roller coaster and roller coasters in general. And I'm proud to have made it out the other side and celebrating with some roller coaster music. So thank you, Jimmy. I appreciate you. You're welcome. Uh, I want to get to something here uh, that involves the Dolphins. And we talked a little bit about it with Adam Beasley yesterday. But the Dolphins face a bit of a cap crunch. They're close a to bit. $50 million over the salary cap this offseason. <laughs> it's a little bit. A little bit. A <laughs> little bit. So they've got some work to do. And one of those options might be to release Xavier Howard, a guy who's been one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL up until recently, but still very good when healthy for the Dolphins. He was one of the many injuries that uh, kind of tanked the end of the season for Miami but yesterday or excuse me this week I should say Xavier Howard posted an Instagram story with these words quoting Usher quote sometimes you gotta leave sometimes you have to go away from home to truly be valued and appreciated and maybe find yourself sometimes in the wilderness you find something valuable and you can come back and really enjoy it now I don't know about you but that kind of sounds to me like someone who doesn't think they're going to be in a Miami Dolphin uniform come kickoff in September. No, no. He knows. He knows there's a very slim chance, unless he takes some type of pay cut, that he'll be back with the Dolphins, in my opinion. That's the way I feel. That's just and, and you can't, too much you can't money. Really blame him. Yeah, I can't really blame him if he doesn't want to take the pay cut. But he, here's what his cap number would be. Um, the only way he leaves the Dolphins is if they release him. He has a high cap number of $25.9 million, and his entire salary is non-guaranteed this year. So it's a pretty easy out for the Dolphins to try and clear some of that cap space. And I, I found it interesting, and others have pointed this out as well, that New Dolphins defensive coordinator Anthony Weaver, when he was asked about guys in the defense, 
He didn't really mention Xavier Howard. Yeah, they asked him guys he looks forward to working with, and he he mentioned Christian Wilkins. I know he hopes that he's back, and he mentioned a couple other guys, but yeah, he did not mention Xavier Howard. It is such a like people always like to say that the salary cap isn't real in the NFL, and like there's some degree of truth to that, but like Adam Beasley compared it to a credit card and maxing out a credit card and eventually having to come pay the credit card bills. That's kind of what happens when people say the salary cap isn't real. You're just kind of deferring that money and saying, I'll, I'll worry about it later on. The Dolphins right now are uh, the later on is here. And like when they traded for Tyree kill before the 2022 season, it was the indication was this is the window this year and next year, meaning 22 and 23. And then they trade for Jalen Ramsey before the 23 season. And then, all right, this year is the window. Well, now a team that looked really deep on paper going into last season is not going to be the case, not going to look as deep going into the 2024 season. I know it's only February. I know the Super Bowl was only a week ago, but we're already talking like the Dolphins have a really important draft coming up, have a really important offseason and a lot of difficult decisions to make. And like, I don't know if giving a lot of money to Christian Wilkins on an extension like if that's the like he is worthy of it and he has earned that money, but like I don't know if the Dolphins should be the team that gives him that money. Maybe they can find some player comparable, potentially, maybe not to the production level of Wilkins, but someone that may have less of a cap it. It's a three oh five. Dolly. 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 God bless. Dolly. Dolly. Thank you, Jimmy. You're welcome. And muffins are overrated. Mm. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. No. All right. No. What are you doing? I've never. Uh, it's the most like direct take I think I've ever heard from Jimmy. And Whoa. I got to be honest. I think I'm with Jimmy on this. One. No. Yeah. How dare you? It's a I versatile muffin. Well, what's versatile about it? You can have corn muffins, you can have sweet muffins, you can have savory muffins, you can have all types of muffins. I like the bottoms as much as the tops. That did not come out correct. But nonetheless, <laughs> muffins are great. They can have fruit and vegetables in them. They can have no fruit and vegetables in them. They can have cinnamon in them. They taste great. Everybody loves a muffin, I thought. You can put butter on them. You can go butterless. You can have frosting on them. No frosting. Well, isn't a frosted muffin just a cupcake? I don't know about all that. Cupcakes are cupcakes. You're talking about you get some Otis Spunkmeyer muffins, banana nut. Hold on. Blueberry. Okay, I'm glad you brought up a blueberry muffin because get fruit out of my sweets. Really? If I want fruit, I'll eat a fruit. Enough of uh, enough. No okay? pineapple upside down cake. No, absolutely. Key lime pie. I will eat a blueberry muffin, or not a blueberry muffin, a chocolate chip muffin. I will not eat a blueberry muffin. What? I, I, the, the only muffin I will eat is Wait, a chocolate what? chip muffin. Chocolate chip muffin, okay. I mean, I, I think they're all delicious. I don't know if there's any muffins I don't eat. You give me a muffin, I'm eating it. I've had, like, zucchini muffins before, and I like that them. That sounds disgusting. And here's the uh, look. I'm not saying that I won't eat a muffin. All I'm saying is that I agree with Jimmy that they're overrated. 
Isn't and I'm, some... I'm, I'm, out, I'm out on cupcakes too, by the way. What? I, I think it's a great. I think it's a great take from Hot. Where are we? Where are we? We're, we're in South Florida. I'm at home. You guys are in the studio. On National Muffin Day, Jimmy, you're slandering. Well, I, I, Josh, I disagree with you on the cupcake take. I love cupcakes. <laughs> I mean, look, I didn't. Again, you have to understand. I'm not not going to eat a cupcake or a muffin. I'm just going to prefer many different options before I get to a cupcake. Hmm. Now, I don't like the cupcake cake, where it's a bunch of cupcakes that come together to make a cake, and then there's tons of icing hmm. everywhere. Just get a cake. Just get a cake. A I don't, waste of time. Well, you, I, I will agree with Hawk on this. Stop being cute with your cake. I don't need an ice cream yeah. cake. I don't need a cupcake cake. Give me a cake. But muffins? Jimmy, I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah, man. It's, the, muffins are just bland. They're like, ugh. So well put. That's <laughs> so well put. Muffins are muffins. Muffin. Yeah, I love a chocolate chip muffin, but I mean, they're overrated. Yeah, you could love something that's overrated. I love a lot of things that are overrated. Sometimes that's part of why I love it is because it's overrated. Everybody loves hmm. underrated. Let's go overrated. Think about some of the things that are overrated. Our players or athletes that are overrated that we still love. Chocolate chip muffin is my overrated athlete. That I still love. <laughs> let's get let's get the headlines on the weather with Dan Day here at the three o'clock hour. Headlines are brought to you by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford, we know trucks. Former Montana defensive coordinator Ronnie Bradford will join the Dolphins as a senior special teams assistant. Bradford and Mike McDaniel, they did coach together years ago in Denver. It's always the case with, with a lot of these coaching hires, especially assistants, guys that have previous relationships from previous stops. Not surprised to see somebody with a connection to Mike McDaniel added to the staff. Following their franchise best 11th consecutive road win, the Panthers will return home to face the Senators tonight at 7. So it could be the some Kachuk fights. Bowl. We'll talk to George Richards about that coming up in uh, the 4 o'clock hour. going to be some fights, I hope. What was the game? Was it the Wild the other day where they just dropped the puck and they dropped the gloves at the same time? No, so the Panthers uh, a few weeks ago played the uh, Arizona Coyotes, oh, Coyotes, and the opening face-off, there was a fight, and then the ensuing face-off after that fight, there was another fight, and it all stemmed from the incident with Nick Cousins and Jason Zucker of the Coyotes in their game in Arizona. Cousins was boarded from behind by Zucker, got a concussion, was out for a couple weeks. Uh, they took exception to Nick Cousins' hit right before that and that carried over into the game down here against the coyotes and i would imagine that there will be some kerfuffles there tonight between the senators and the panthers at amaranth bank arena we had a good one last night too i'm sure you saw on tv texas a&m commerce versus incarnate word oh my god you got you saw that <laughs> yeah i watched it like i saw it was crazy they're just shaking hands everything's dandy and all of a sudden there's a fight breaks out <laughs> Every, everything was dandy, and then it wasn't dandy very quickly. That happens, man. I was at a holiday prep classic tournament in Las Vegas in high school, and we are playing a team in Denver, and something broke out during the handshake line, and a fight broke out, and then they were waiting for us in the parking lot, and it was just it was crazy. Sometimes those handshake lines, they're not sportsmanlike. If you have time, go seek out this video on social media. It spread last night. I saw it on SportsCenter uh, earlier 
before the show started. I mean, this is not like a couple of guys pushing and shoving. It wasn't a basketball fight. No, this was an all-out brawl that looked like it was going to end, and then at the end of it, this guy took off. A guy took off again, chasing another guy on the other side of the court. It's one of the ugliest brawls I've seen in basketball since maybe Malice in the Palace. Ooh, yeah, yeah, it was really nasty. Who was it? Was it Yadier Molino years ago where uh, it it started out as a baseball fight, but then they started throwing punches, the Cardinals and stuff like that? Yeah, and they were like, I think it was Cardinals and Reds. They got (laughs) backed up into the netting and territory. Yeah, oh, yeah. I do kind of like the old baseball fights where you just hug your buddies and, oh, come on, man, stop it, stop it. But then they start really throwing punches. That's when it's like, whoa, man. Oh, goodness. I wonder what goes through your mind as you're rushing the mound. And what goes through the pitcher's mind as a batter is coming <laughs> full force at him? Um, Get ready. My, I would just avoid the situation altogether. I, I would I would just say, instead of – see, I'm not made out to – if I was a pitcher, like plunk a guy and have him come at me and start a fight. I'm not built for it. I'm just not. You, What am I going to take exception to? But they, like These days, it's guys who take too long to go around the bases after they hit a home run or, yeah. or something along those lines. If you take me deep like that, I'm sorry. Like, I'll apologize to you. My favorite was Jose Bautista. <laughs> when Jose Bautista oh. flipped that bat, I was like, he's going to get his comeuppance. And, whoa, Rocknado Dor gave him his comeuppance. His what? Comeuppance. Oh, okay. His comeuppance? Comeuppance. Oh, muffins. So good, man. That's a Jimmy. It's a it's a very polarizing take on the text line. Oh yeah, thank you. Very polarizing. Some people are in uh, support of Dan Day, less in support of Jimmy and myself. And there's a texter that like, uh, there's a texter that writes muffins are ugly cupcakes. Great take. That's a great take. Thank you, sir or ma'am. One man's trash is another man's treasure. I don't know. Let's just see. Kings. Again, muffins aren't, muffins aren't trash. They're just I'm I'm just like not gonna go for them first. I mean, if I go to like a, a breakfast buffet and I see like a, ba- a little basket of muffins, I'm grabbing some muffins and throwing them on the plate. I will say, little bites. Oh yeah, chocolate chip little bites. The the that come in the little bag, like three or four in there. Now that that's a good muffin. Mm, it is, especially when they're good. That's muffin. a good muffin. Yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah. Canes baseball is 3-0 on the season. They're back in action tomorrow against UCF 5 o'clock Mark Light Field. Canes guard Nigel Pack is questionable with a lower extremity injury and might not play tomorrow at 7 when Duke comes to town. He might not play the rest of the season, but they're still remaining questionable on if he will play, though. Tough, tough season for uh, Miami basketball. UConn's women's team defeated Creighton 73-53 last night. If you're wondering why that's important, well, head coach Gino Ariyama, he has passed former Duke coach Mike Krzyzewski in all-time wins. He has 1,203. He is second behind Stanford head coach Tara Vanderbeer, who has 1,209 wins. I think you nailed all three of those names. I've been practicing all day. You know, I, I, just a, a quick aside, um, USF. Okay. About Gino Ariema, uh, USF and UConn obviously had been in the same conference for a while, so those were the top two teams always matching up in the conference final in the American, UConn and USF. So I got to cover uh, Gino a little bit while I was at USF. That man gives some of the best press conferences. Yeah. He like For someone who has reached that level of success in this sport, I don't know if humble is the right word, 
but he's just got so much wisdom and so much perspective in every press conference. You learn something from him. And uh, I, I think the people always talk about, well, would he be able to do that in the men's game? Basketball is basketball, man. Yeah. Like, who cares? He He's dominating that sport, the women's game, for so long. So many great, great elite players have come through that program and made something of themselves afterwards. He's got players now that are head coaches um, in college basketball and, and elsewhere. I mean, he is, for me, and this is going to maybe be controversial, but I think he's the best college coach of all time. Whoa. Like, Men's or women's. Wow. Yeah. There. I said it. Wow. With that being said, get some inner Miami news. Uh, their new stadium is going to be called JP Morgan Chase. Oh, I'm sorry. It's going to be called Chase. Chase Stadium. Chase Stadium. Nailed it. All those things. I well, think, they, I think like, they say JP Morgan Chase has announced that they're going to call the naming rights and, 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 and Chase, Chase Stadium. That'll be in like 10 <laughs> years from now. I'm just, I'm just envisioning. All those words on the top of the scoreboard. I love uh, that. J.P. Morgan, Chase. I think that, well, they had all the list of Ch- Chase Stadium. <laughs> yeah, Chase Stadium. Never mind. Nope. Uh, Lionel Messi did apologize yesterday for not playing in Hong Kong, and he made note that it had nothing to do with politics. He said he was being held out for precautionary reasons. But people were making claims. What's he apologizing for? He didn't play. He's the greatest, if not the greatest player of all time. You know what? I mean, I... It, it's good on him for apologizing, but like, who? I mean, okay, thanks, thanks. I guess it's not, it's, it's not, it's, it's not going to do anything for the people who didn't get to see him play. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, you get to see Inter Miami and Messi probably play tomorrow at eight o'clock. Dry Pink Stadium, Real Salt Lake coming to town. Favorites in MLS this year, Inter Miami. Favorites in a lot of things. Maybe everything but Concacaf. Cup, maybe, maybe still that. I mean, I, 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 Witty was talking yesterday about how they have a lot of good Liga MX teams. Well, we played them in Leagues Cup and we blew the doors off yeah, of the Liga did. MX teams. Like, so yeah, we did. The only team to worry about in Liga MX is America, which is my favorite team in Liga MX. But still, like, I don't. You know. watch a lot of Liga MX? No, I watch MLS. I'm an MLS guy. So how do you have a favorite team in Liga? You got to have a favorite everywhere, man. Boca Juniors yeah. in Argentina, America in Liga MX. Union Berlin in Bundesliga, Chelsea in Premier League, um, Lille in Ligue 1 in France. You, you got to have favorites everywhere. Uh, by the way, I, I forgot to give you guys my wagers. Oh, yeah, please, Coke. Well, let me do weather real quick and then we yeah. get through it. Get your wagers together. Weather from the Demesman and Overlaw from your accident attorneys.com. Free consultations 24 7 954 M O R E. It is in the low 70s, a little bit of a breeze, and beautiful blue skies here in South Florida. So we've got a little two game, same game, sorry, a two bet, same game parlay for the uh, Inter Milan Atletico Madrid match. Inter Milan to win and the under three and a half. We've got Manchester City against Brentford. Man City team total over two and a half. It's halftime and they have zero. So that's off to a good start. Mm. We got Dortmund money line. I don't know how to pronounce this team, but PSV Eindhoven. Ooh. Does that sound right in the Champions Sounds League? Great. And then we've got the, uh, the under two and a half separate in Inter Milan and Atletico Madrid. So we'll be keeping an eye on those uh, throughout the course of the show. 
I know everybody is locked in on those with me. So uh, <laughs> coming up next, we will talk with Drew Carter of ESPN and NBC Sports Boston. We'll talk some heat. We'll talk some NBA and some other stuff with our good friend Drew coming up next on Hawkman and Crowder. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. Happy birthday, Greg Little. Hawk and Crowder. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Welcome back to Hawk and Crowder. Josh Appel, Dan Day, and Jimmy in for Hawk, Crowder, and Solana. We've got a great contest for you, a chance to meet and get an autograph and photo with Jaime Jaquez Jr. at Hollywood Collectibles on Sunday, March 3rd. For your chance to win, text the word Jaquez, J-A-Q-E-Z, to 20357. That's Jaquez, J-A-Q-E-Z. Did I say that right? J-A-Q-U-E-Z. Nailed it there. To 20357. And you just might win. Can't wait to win. Go to HollywoodCollectibles.com to purchase tickets. This is a text contest. Message and data rates may apply. Happy to be joined now by NBC Boston's and ESPN's Drew Carter on the uh, Toyota of Hollywood hotline. Shop hundreds of Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. Also, it's time for 15 Minutes of Heat. Sponsored by Kendall Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Start the new year in a new ride with no payments for 90 days. Kendall Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram.com. Drew Carter, after all of that, how you doing, my friend? Oh, my God, Josh. You got enough sponsors for this segment? My goodness. Can I get a cut? Goodness I mean, gracious. It, you are a big-time guest, so we have some big-time sponsors for it. I'm sorry. It's just a reflection on how great you are. Yeah, all, all the uh... – Sounds like every single car dealership in the greater Miami area said, oh, you've got the Celtics guy coming on? Yes, we'd like to sponsor that segment because you may have heard, folks, they're the best team in the NBA. Or should I say, should I say we are the best team in the NBA? That's right. You know, I'm already regretting this decision to bring you on here to troll everybody in the Miami area. But before we get to that, um, I want to talk about SportsCenter. You were on SportsCenter the last two days. You've been doing some more SportsCenter AMs. Uh, how was uh, how was Jay Harris yesterday? How was David Lloyd doing today? Huh? It was it was great, man. I mean, really a dream come true. Um, that's a show I grew up watching. I feel like we're about the age, Josh, where 
it's like the last generation where we grew up watching SportsCenter. It feels like every day, or at least that's how I did. I mean, ESPN, the logo was burned into the corner of my TV in the living room growing up because I would go to sleep watching it and wake up and watch it again. So it's really neat to do it, um, especially with a guy like Jay or David. They're legends. I try not to make them feel old by saying, hey, I grew up watching you, although that is the case. Um, it's funny, Jay actually has a birthday coming up Thursday. So his, his birthday is February 22nd, so 2-22. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's cool, 2-22-22 for 1922. I mean, that, what are the odds that that's your birthday? That's pretty neat. <laughs> Um, so luckily I haven't been fired for that yet, but we've got one more tomorrow. So wake up at uh, 7 a.m. Eastern and watch us on the mothership ESPN one. And then we rerun at eight and nine on ESPN two and it's sports center AM, which spells scam, which is pretty accurate for when I host <laughs> sports center, I'm scamming ESPN. Yeah. That's how you wound up there on that desk via Correct. scam. Um, yeah. Speaking of a, a former ESPN contributor. He's a Boston guy, Bob Ryan. He had some uh, phenomenal thoughts, I think, on the All-Star <laughs> game over the weekend. Uh, before we get to your reaction to what he said on Twitter, we'll read those tweets again. What did you make of the All-Star game? What do you make of All-Star weekend as someone who covers the NBA? I, I feel like it's impossible to get these guys to care. I don't really feel strongly one way or the other about it. I think the skills competition is entertaining, but like, if they did away with the actual game, I don't think anybody would complain. I'm kind of the same way, Josh. I mean, I'm I'm not on the level of Bob, who seems to want these guys behind bars for their performance in Indy, or at the very least, like drawn and quartered for not trying on defense. Although I guess Kevin Durant sort of tried at one point. But, yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I, I'm not, like, you know, indignant that guys don't seem to care about the All-Star game. I, I don't really know what the solution is, uh, because everyone seems to complain about, the MLB all-star game when that decides home field advantage in the world series. Although is that still the case? Do they still do that? No. Yeah. So it shows you how but, much but, I care about we, baseball. We were, we, we were saying yesterday though that, that major league baseball has mastered the all-star game. Like their all-star game is the best of the all-star games. That's what, at least what I think. We don't have to well, rank all-star games, but I mean, I feel like they've done the best of the four. Yeah, let's make our Mount Rushmore of all-star games. There are four big sports <laughs> leagues, and the NBA's would not be on it. That's how bad it is. But the thing with baseball, Josh, is like, how do you not try in baseball? Like, would the pitcher throw an EFIS every right. time? I'd like to see that, actually. It's, a, it's not an easy pitch to throw. <laughs> Underhand MLB all-star game, slow-pitch softball. We might be – I'd rather watch that than the typical all-star game. But, yeah, the NBA, it's a tough one to solve. You know, I've, I've heard some ideas like – Maybe, you know, if you're on the winning team, you get five games removed from your 65-game minimum for awards and All-NBA. I feel like that would sort of be, you know, taking one step forward and two steps back and kind of undercutting a, another rule that the NBA was excited about. The thing is, though, like, I have a lot of faith in Adam Silver, uh, and I'm not just saying that because I work for an NBA team. I actually do. I think he's he's proven that, he's willing to take big swings and listen to the fan base and do stuff that frankly seemed unthinkable. Like if you had told me 15 years ago that they would do a draft for the all-star game and actually televise it, I'd be like, there's no way that's possible. That's like a, an idea that comes out of a Bill Simmons column, total wishful thinking. They actually did it um, and then got rid of it. Cause I guess it wasn't as popular, but they've, 
done the draft. And they got back to East-West. They changed how they did the Rising Stars. They, they tweaked the All-Star and three-point shootout feels like every year. They do the play-in tournament. They do the in-season tournament. Seems like they're pretty willing to, you know, take some risks, I guess, or at least just change how things operate. And they're going to do something with the All-Star game because he was clearly pissed oh, yeah. Sunday night. It was actually hilarious. And that's the one – like the one highlight from All Star is just how angry the commissioner was that no one cared about his All Star game. Yeah, because they made such a big deal about how he wanted the guys to try this year, and they flatly didn't. And it seems like he might agree with the following tweets from Bob Ryan, which we read yesterday. But they're so good that we have to read them again. <laughs> this is Boston. This is uh, the Boston Globe's Bob Ryan on Twitter about the All Star game. Once again, these NBA stars are showing no respect for the game. It's another dunkarama and three point farce. Not a single hand in anyone's face. I'll see how TCM is doing. That's Turner Classic Movie. See you next year. What a waste of time. Adam, you must do something. It's embarrassing for your sport. If you're not personally offended by this disgraceful farce taking place in Indy, you don't love or understand basketball. These quote-unquote all-stars should be censured. And where are the coaches? Have any of them have any pride? They're all acting like athletic court jesters. <laughs> Preserve that man for Censured, I say. Censured. So good. How about a hand in someone's face? How about, yeah. How about, you know, how about if, you, if you're not personally offended by this, you don't know or love basketball? Um, well, if it I'd was up to him, the three-point line would be gone, too. Oh, of course. Of course. I'd love to just walk around with Bob for a day and just have him react to things like a plant that's not properly placed in a pot. You should be censured. How <laughs> dare you? What an affront to everything on the world. Yeah, I just I don't feel that strongly. I can't get myself to be angry about the All-Star game. But I will say, like, it was the first time that I couldn't have cared less. Um, I had to be up super early to host that sports center, so I went to bed at halftime and I was not bummed that I woke up and missed out on Damian Lillard winning MVP or Carl Anthony Towns scoring 50 points in a loss again. I didn't feel like I missed a whole lot. Although I, I did enjoy – I enjoyed the dunk contest where Jalen Brown not only dunked with his left hand, silencing the haters, but also, also dominated Jaime Jaquez Jr. in the dunk oh, contest. So I did enjoy that. I mean, <laughs> this guy, Drew Carter, play-by-play voice on television for the Boston Celtics on NBC Boston, also works for ESPN. You can watch him on SportsCenter tomorrow at 7 a.m. Um, I'm going to ignore all of that, and I want to talk some uh, Milwaukee Bucks with you. Um, you and I spoke off the air about Doc Rivers taking over as the interim coach with Milwaukee, and through 10 games, they are 3-7, and seven, and they are supposed to be one of the teams – that hypothetically would challenge the Miami Heat, their crown in the Eastern Conference as Eastern Conference champions from last year, uh, and the uh, the other the other team, the Boston Celtics. What do you make of the of the Buck situation right now, led by Doc Rivers? It doesn't seem to be going very well. That is an understatement. Uh, it, Milwaukee has become the excuse capital of the NBA. Oh, you know, our travel, we got in late last night. Oh, you know, we're playing three games in five days. Cry me a river. I mean, I travel with the team now, and I see firsthand just how easy it is to travel in the NBA. <laughs> Look at these guys me. aren't exactly they're not exactly right. They're not exactly hoofing it to these games. They're not taking a train and getting pinned in there like sardines, 
yeah, you get in late sometimes, but typically have an off day if that happens. A back-to-back is tough. Everybody deals with it. The Bucks are actually pretty good on back-to-backs, but it's been a complete parade of excuses. And, you know, I think Giannis deserves a little bit of blame here. Um, look at they, they win the championship, and then a year later they fire their coach. And they take a shot on a guy who apparently, I mean, all the reporting is that Giannis was in favor of Adrian Griffin. It may have been that he was more anti-Nick Nurse than pro-Griffin, but it seems like Giannis was directly involved with that decision and then turned on him before training camp even started? Like, how is that possible? Um, So he gets fired when they're in second place, and now Doc Rivers is going to be the savior? I I just – I don't see it. Um, I I think it's more of a problem with how the team is constructed. They get rid of Drew and Drew Holiday, and now they can't defend. Like, he was their one guy who could guard on the perimeter – um, when, when Middleton was healthy, he was a pretty good defender, but he's he's not the same guy that he used to be. Connaughton's having a horrible season. They just haven't – they got Patrick Beverly, so we'll see if that, you know, fixes all their defensive problems. But when you don't have anyone who can guard on the perimeter and in the league now where guys are so skilled, and especially in the backcourt, you're obviously going to struggle. Um, and, and Phil Jackson or, you know, Red Auerbach himself probably couldn't get that team to – you know, an above average defensive rating. And the thing is after doc came, they're bad on offense too. I think their defense has improved a little bit, but their offense is, has taken a downturn. So I think it's kind of a tough spot for doc. I understand why he did it. It's a lot of money and, you know, a chance to coach a, a top five player who's in his prime. So I get it, but it's, I mean, it's an uphill battle for them. And, you know, I've heard Shaq say on TNT a few times, like they can get timely stops. That's what the Lakers did. Well, I, I just, I'm not sure I buy that either. I, I think if you're that bad defensively, it's it's really hard to win a championship. I don't have the numbers on this, but I'm pretty sure there has never been a team ranked worse than 20th in defensive rating to win a title. Uh, it's just hard to win four rounds like that. So I don't see it with them. But, I mean, hey, look, they kicked the Celtics' ass once in Milwaukee, so maybe I, I shouldn't say that. And Giannis will be the best player in pretty much every series in the East. So maybe that's enough, but right now I just don't see it. And you have Giannis saying, quote, I just in general do not watch basketball. I love when I go to the game and I have no idea who I'm playing or what they do. Um, interesting. Stop. He said that? He said that. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Was he being sarcastic? I hope so, but he was given a presser at the All-Star game and that was a quote that I read directly. So I'm assuming he was being serious, but I know Giannis likes to you know, be a jokester every now and again. I would hope for his sake that he watches film and he's familiar with his opponents because, whoa. Yeah. Not, well, yikes. Maybe, maybe Doc can get him to watch film. That's, that's weird and kind of surprising because Giannis is super competitive. I think it's part of the reason that he's gotten coaches fired, it seems like, and hired and then fired quickly. Uh, he's a maniac. You know, he seems to care more about a regular season game than anybody else. So for him not to watch any film, that doesn't really – add up but who knows they're just not very good that's the thing is they're just not very good um but i mean the heat obviously beat everyone else in the east last year i think it, it's interesting with like the sliding doors moment if the heat either win their first playing game or don't end up winning that second one um what happens to the nba Budenholzer probably still has a job if the heat win their first playing game and get the seven and play the celtics in the first round joe missoula might not have a job it's just like one small thing can change the fortunes of franchises and people's lives. Well, well, I'm glad that you bring that up because that's what I wanted to get to next. Your good friend, Bill Simmons, 
always says that the team that he least wants to see in the postseason is the Heat. They have the same record through 55 games this year as they had last year, 30 and 25. Generally speaking, what is the perception of this Heat team? Is it one of those instances where teams kind of know the regular season hasn't gone well for them, but they still don't want to see Spo and Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo in the playoffs? Yeah, I think that's accurate for the for the majority of fans. Um, you're right, the record is the same. I don't know. I think the the sweeping them in the regular season may have helped a little bit with the the fear of the Heat, especially the way a couple of those games went. You know, there was a blowout in there, and then it got pretty physical with a, a very clean basketball play by Jalen Brown as he was being. I mean- Listen, you are, getting, you are getting lit up on the text line right now for no, your, the amount no of trolling place, you're doing right here. No place in the game for what Duncan Robinson was doing to Jalen Brown. Very dirty, dirty play. <laughs> this guy. This guy. Um, no, I'm kidding. But he shouldn't have ripped his arm, obviously. That was pretty weird and out of character for Jalen. But I do think the, the season sweep has maybe instilled a little bit of confidence with the Celtics. But what I've noticed about the fan base here is there's a lot of scar tissue. So it's my first year with the team. I'm, I walk in, I'm like, Hell yeah, we're the best. Like, look at our record. It's awesome. We have so many good players, and we're definitely going to win the championship. And everyone's like, don't say that. Like, they, they've they blown it in the playoffs a couple times. And, and I think that's a little bit overblown. I mean, they were in the finals a couple of years ago, a game away from it last year. I understand it was kind of embarrassing how they went down 3 nothing to the Heat and then lost game seven at, on their own home floor. But generally, the Celtics have not been that bad of a playoff team. But there's a lot of people who are just generally concerned um, and nothing they do in the regular season is going to change that. I think the Heat are the biggest threat, especially when you look at the rest of the East, Josh. Like, it's kind of crumbling. We just talked about Milwaukee, yeah. Philly, who knows what's going to happen with Embiid. Indy can't stop anybody. Um, New York has a bunch of injury issues, and their best player is six feet tall. And I love Jalen Brunson, but it's just hard to win like that. Cleveland has been the hottest team. In, yeah. I mean, yeah, Cleveland's been the hottest team in the league, but they completely choked in the playoffs last year. And, we still don't really know how those pieces all fit when they're healthy. They made their run really without Mobley and Garland. So I think the Celtics are a pretty clear favorite right now. Um, but, they, I mean, we saw what the Heat did last year and a couple of years ago in the bubble, which shouldn't count, but I guess people still do count it. So, yeah, the Heat should be uh, definitely the biggest threat, I think. Why wouldn't it count? Everybody's playing on a level playing field. A court in this well, case, uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, when you get in that environment, Josh, it's just, you know this. When you're at Disney, when you're in Florida, stuff is just different. Time moves differently. I don't know. Everybody was dealing with the same thing there. Uh, well, agree to disagree. <laughs> okay. Uh, you, you bring up Joe Missoula. Um, he took a lot of heat after the Celtics lost to the Heat uh, in the playoffs last year. I mean, I don't think it's any secret. I don't think it's controversial to say that Eric Spolstra thoroughly outcoached him in that series. What differences have you noticed i know you weren't physically there last year but in talking to folks in the organization and experiencing it for yourself what's joe mazula like this year and and have you seen and talking to people like improvements from last year with him Uh, yeah i think he's a lot more comfortable in his own skin last year he was actually pretty open about this before this season he took over that job a few days before training camp uh that's when Ime got suspended and i i think he he sort of went in a shell a little bit. He said, you know, it was the first time that anyone really gave a you-know-what about what he said or what he thought or what he was doing. 
Um, and I think he, he probably went a little bit too far in the direction of keeping things close to the vest. He still does, but I, I think this year you've seen a little bit more of his personality come out where, you know, he'll go back and forth with reporters. He won't just shut stuff down. He'll actually have a dialogue with people. Um, and I've gotten to know him a little bit, you know, behind the scenes. And I like the guy. He's definitely different. Uh, he's not really like anyone I've ever met. Um, I don't know if you saw his shirt the other day, but it said Jesus Coffee and Jiu-Jitsu, which outside of his family are, as far as I can tell, the three most important things in his life. He might rather have a Jiu-Jitsu black belt than a, than a you know, a win on any given night in the NBA. But I really like Joe Mazzula. I think he's a good coach. And really, it's, I don't claim to know enough about basketball strategy to make that claim, but I do trust Brad Stevens and Danny Ainge and the Celtics ownership who have put a lot of faith in him, um, giving him the job in the first place, making it the full-time job after he was the interim, and then sticking with him through this offseason. And, you know, people forget this, Josh, but he's got the best win percentage of any coach in NBA history who's coached a minimum of 100 games. And he's coached in one postseason, and they were in a game seven of an Eastern Conference final. So I have a lot of faith in Missoula, and it's been cool to see him open up and sort of let people in this year, even if he still is somewhat cantankerous with the media. Uh, last couple things for you here, Drew. Drew Carter from ESPN and NBC Sports Boston, kind enough to join us today antagonizing the listeners of this radio program. <laughs> um, we were talking earlier in the show um, about LeBron, and he had a quote. I don't know if it was during All-Star Weekend. It had to have been during All-Star Weekend. Uh, just about kind of his plans for his final season in the league, whenever that may be. And he said he's 50-50 on a farewell tour or Tim oh Duncaning it. I mean, has there ever been less of a 50-50 proposition for something? I mean, this is 100-0 to zero he's going on a farewell tour, right? 50-50 that the sun rises in the east tomorrow morning, Josh. 50-50. <laughs> Who knows? I mean – I almost cut you off there and said, I'm here to tell you right now, we don't care. Whatever LeBron says, I just don't <laughs> care. I just don't care. Um, it's every time with this guy. Like, is he going go to is he gonna go to Golden State? Is he going to leave LA? We've gotten so much juice on the worldwide leader in sports, ESPN, from the quote, I might have not that many years left. What does that mean? What did we think? He was going to say, I'm going to play until I'm 75? Of course you have not that many years left. It's year 20. Why is that a news story? Why is it news that the Warriors almost traded for him? No, they didn't. Give me a break. There are so many stories that break after the deadline where it's like, oh, you know, the Spurs almost traded for DeJounte Murray and the Warriors really thought about getting rid of Klay Thompson. Unless it actually happens or is reported on before the deadline, I just don't buy it. This happens in the NBA every year. And, of course, LeBron is at the center of it. But, hey, look, you know, he doesn't want to be the center of attention. Uh, he doesn't want to talk about his farewell tour, but he's still going to say these cryptic things and send out these cryptic tweets and make everyone talk about it for three straight days. I wish the All-Star game had been good just so we didn't have to spend this much time talking about LeBron's quote. So you don't want me to ask you about Bronny declaring after this uh, his freshman season? And, uh... Hey, hey, look, we – we don't know. It's, you know, it's all up in the air. We'll see. No, he's not going to declare. He stinks. He plays like 10 minutes a game. Of course he's not going to declare. Better get ready for another year in L.A., LeBron. There you go. There it is, everybody. We've cracked the code. LeBron will stay in L.A. because the sun's not good enough to go one and done. 
There you go. You sound you sound like Bob Ryan. <laughs> so he angry. should be censored. This is an affront to everybody who likes basketball. Oh, goodness. Uh, Drew, uh, before I get you out of here, I want to give you an opportunity to uh, promote this NHL broadcast you have coming up. It's the second Big City Greens broadcast on ESPN on March 9th, Bruins and Penguins. I don't know if the listeners out there have uh, watched any of the Nickelodeon Super Bowl broadcast or things uh, uh, similar to that. Drew also did the uh, Toy Story uh, NFL game earlier this year, and he's doing the Big City Greens broadcast for Bruins Penguins on March 9th. You've been three different cartoon characters in your career already. Two or three? Two. Uh, two, but three different shows. Yeah, we're back in the back in the cartoon, although not wearing a mocap suit this time. We've got a VR headset that basically serves the same purpose. So March 9th in the afternoon, I think 4 Eastern time, ESPN Plus, Disney Plus, Disney Channel, maybe Disney XD, Bruins Penguins, uh, Brad Marchand and the Boston Bruins, who are in first place in their division, by the way, uh, much like their neighbors or co-tenants, the uh, Boston Celtics. Well, that, that, that'll change after Pitt- tonight, after the Panthers beat the Senators. It's okay. Okay, gotcha. And then the uh, <laughs> Pittsburgh Penguins, who seem to be in a tailspin, and let's let's hope that uh, they don't make any big moves because that would kind of torpedo all the, the ad reads I've done already. But as of now, Sidney Crosby welcomes a character from Big City Greens, and they take on Brad Marchand. And it's in, in the universe of this Disney Channel animated show called Big City Greens, which is about a family from a, a small town that moves to the big city. And it's about, you know, their, uh, their hijinks and what's basically New York City. So they, they play the game in, quote, unquote, Times Circle, which for the uh, astute listeners at home will know that is a play on Times Square. And mm. uh, they put a rink out there. It's animated. We're animated. We've got a sideline reporter this year, Ardo Cal, who's awesome. So it'll be me and Kevin Weeks and Arda. And March 9th, tune in. It's going to be a lot of fun. Good hockey. The technology is actually insane, Josh. Like the player tracking, it all happens in real time. So they turn these guys into cartoons in real time. So your buddy from uh, the Levitard show will be stoked that he can watch Sidney Crosby as a cartoon and he'll get some more publicity. Well, Drew, thank you for joining us. You have successfully made all of our listeners angry. They're very upset with me, but uh, this is great. I appreciate you taking the time. Thanks for having me, Joshy. Hashtag banner 18. Hashtag different here. Go Seas. Hang up on him. (laughs) Hang up on him already. It's enough. Bye. It's enough of Drew. (laughs) Drew Carter from ESPN and NBC Sports Boston. Thank you. We should have done that 15 minutes ago. Would have made a lot lot of people who are listening to this a lot happier than having to sit through that. (laughs) He's great. Uh, Drew's a good friend. Glad he was able to uh, make the time to join us. He loves to go on an afternoon troll every now and again. All right. It's just sports. Okay. It's just sports. Uh, Back with more on Hawk and Crowder after this. Josh Appel, Dan Day, and Jimmy in for Hawk, Crowder, and Solana. Unfortunately, this is the Hawk and Crowder show. Saturday, September. Hawk and Crowder. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.